I listened through to this one yesterday and sitting last night trying to come up with an intro, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to release it. Not because it's not a good conversation, because it is. It's always a good conversation with Martin. However, because it was cathartic for me. And it's an uncomfortable conversation. One that I hope that I'm wrong about in a lot of ways. However, as we move forward into this new paradigm, and it is a new paradigm, those that are thinking things are going to go back to the way they are or whatever prior to January 2020, you dream it. It's done. Okay? Whatever happens next, happens next. However, it's never going back. That's the thing about life. You can never go back, really. There's nothing you can do about whatever you've done prior to even turning on this podcast. However, we can analyse it and we can try and think about it and we can try and find a way to work together, try and find a way to get past trauma and try and find a way to deal with fear, fear of the unknown, fear of the uncertain. This was an uncomfortable conversation to have, mainly because of the vulnerability that I showed. However, the subject matter as well, it's not easy. However, the reality also is that if we are to truly move forward, there's a number of uncomfortable conversations and uncomfortable truths that we must face. However, if we face them together and then share the knowledge together, regardless of colour, creed, religion, sex, then we might have a chance. I'm going to use Impossible by Screaming Jets as the opener and, as I say, at the end of the podcast, come together by Beatles on the end because we do need to do that. At the end of the day, love is the answer, guys. At the end of the day, we're all nothing without love. It's the one thing that we chase. However, if we could show love for one another, brothers and sisters, we're all on this big blue ball together. We either get along or not. However, if we face the uncomfortable truths, we can find a way forward. Look after yourselves, stay safe, be kind, be cool, or talk soon. Cheers. Can't do much about the government's policies. Can't do much about the heresies. Can't do too much to stop the squeeze on society. When you're all out of touch, you can't have much to say. We can put a man on the moon, but we can't find a cure for starvation. Everybody's passing the buck and there's no realization. Will it like being impossible? But there ain't no harm in trying. Saying like being impossible, but I'm gonna die trying. Can't do much about the birth of a new age Can't do much about the old days Can't do much about the equal and opposite reaction Can't do much about that satisfaction I don't know much about it I didn't listen too much There's no use in denying your piece of luck. Will it be impossible?
G'day everyone, welcome back. Martin Worth is back in the refinery with me. How are you, mate? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, mate. First official podcast of the new year in the refinery. Ooh. And we're here to do Unfortunate Truths too. <laughs> the podcast with my lovely wife was well received. Uh, however, Martin's been in the field with me on more than one occasion. And you've got some experiences of your own that you want to share and you wanted to have a, a broader discussion about a few different things that we, we began to open up on the on the first one of these. So where do you want to go, mate? I know you, you, you've expressed concern for me on the back end of our last Gimpy trip, and I'm happy for you to tell the listeners what you observed in me, because mm-hmm. obviously I was the leader of those trips. Um, we did three trips, and, you know, each more fruitless than the last. However... What's your perception there? Yeah, I guess I was uh, I was concerned for you after the last one because you kind of just went completely cold on the whole thing, and I thought, okay, so what's happening for Triff? You know, it was like um, I think we had some pretty high expectations, and we even put it out there to spirit, didn't we? We actually did a ceremony. We did a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, basically walked away with, I reckon, I'd have to say probably walked away with zero. Yeah, or less than zero. Yeah, there was a lot that came through. Uh, My first trip was your second one. Yeah. A lot of stuff came through from Spirit then, Um, but practically nothing came through on the last trip. We we, We sort of did feel a bit of a ley line thing there, running through the top of the pyramid. There was some energy there. Which we, um, but you know, other than that, and also all the plans that we had made to do particular things never didn't actually happen. Well, they were thwarted. That's mm. the only way. To, that's the only way to put it. Mm. And how do you think they were thwarted? I think it's misinformation and fear. I, you know, I, I, I respect the fight. That the Arnies and and the you know the the people up there have put into saving what they see in the Gimpy Pyramid, mm-hmm. 
And I specifically say what they see um, because what I see is a, is a completely separate thing and they are fearful. Mm. They're fearful of it not being true. Um, you know, as you, you've seen the grinding stones up there, there is stuff up there. There is, there is evidence of Indigenous people using that site for numerous different things. Mm, absolutely. However, look, I was very disappointed. Mm. Um, you know, I, I wanted to see the, the LiDAR image. That's the only one I wanted to see. Mm. It wasn't brought. It was hard not to think that wasn't on purpose, considering I'd asked for it five to ten times previously. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, there was just nothing. We we were shown around there like it was our first time. Where we yeah. where we'd already combed pretty much the whole fucking thing. We weren't there to see the scraggly bunch of stones. Mm. We'd seen that. Mm. You know, we well, it was my fourth time up there. You know what I mean? Like I'd seen mm. it and seen it and I knew can get no more photos of that. Yeah. Um and for me it was it was a fear. I think there's fear there. They fear that it's not true and it's that it's all bullshit. Yeah. So you say they see it differently to how you see it. Are they the words that you used? Yeah. So how do you see it? I see it and I've thought a bit about this because I probably didn't answer it as concise as I'd like in the first time. Um so if, apologies for those that have already listened to the first one, however, I will repeat myself a little bit. However, I'm trying to put the idea in a bit more um, coherence. I think it's probably a lot older than we can even understand. I think it maybe that site maybe goes back to prior to the last catastrophe. I think maybe that it was not necessarily built by the indigenous people. Uh, the polygonal masonry does echo South America very, very strongly, mm-hmm. um, or that style of builder. Yep, okay. it does. Um, I think it was probably built as a gift or a peace offering, and this is mainly because of the some of the stuff I got the first time we were there, mm-hmm. well, you were there, um, and the first time I was there, I think that it's been used as a defensible position because it is a very defensible position. I think mm-hmm. there's a, f- a lot of blood being spilt there. Yes. Um, both indigenous and probably non-indigenous. Mm-hmm. It's hard to draw the line there. Uh, I think it's probably older than we can understand. And I think the there is a section uh, up and down the east coast of Australia of indigenous uh, cultures. Excuse me that we're far more advanced than we understand and I know Richard Patterson's doing some of that work and I'm yeah. looking forward to having him back on. Um, you know, when I'm in the middle of reading the last few chapters of his, of, of his book. Um, however, yeah, I, I, did Indigenous use it? Yeah, they did. All right, mm. Did they cut stone there? Yeah, I think they did. Uh, mainly because of the... Um, the preparation stone that I showed you that I that I've taken pictures of it's quite clear where they've built the acid sharpened the blade sharpened the tool and cut the stone yeah because um, they used acid 
Yeah, a combination of plant acids yeah. to cut stone. Because um, um, the plants up there that they still up there now that they use as part of that concoction. Yeah, there's there's a there's one missing or two missing. I don't yeah. have the I don't yeah. have the, the full formula. The full formula. Mm. Um, however, yeah, it's. I think. So the stones would probably not cut with laser, as no. as some people have thought. But no. there is a uh, some sort of a uh, uh, an acid. You call it an acid type. Yeah, an acid type chemical use, type stuff. Melt, yeah, which would melt the rock. And look, I'm not taking away from the artistry of the polygonal masonry. Mm-hmm. And am I open to the idea that maybe external tools were used? Mm-hmm. Like, say, if it was of someone visiting Australia, okay? So mm-hmm. what's the bigger, larger picture is becoming that, you know, a lot of cultures came here for spiritual guidance for, you know. Yeah. Possible. And possible, right? Yeah. Possible but not provable. Yeah, because the, yeah. the, the destruction was fairly... Um, <laughs> it's severe. fairly succinct and complete mm. so I'm not adverse to acids being used and then tools being used to finish the stones mm. you know whatever that sure. may be yeah. um, I'm not adverse to whoever built it showing the indigenous people a certain way and how to build it which is why we see around Gympie there's probably three or four different walls that are of lesser quality mm. uh, than the ones that are at the church that's an interesting thought Okay. Yeah. It looks to me like looking at the one at the church, comparing it to the the one that winds up the path, comparing mm-hmm. it to the the one that's around the corner. Mm-hmm. All of which the stories are they came from somewhere else. It looks to be someone trying to replicate something, but not having the knowledge in order to replicate it. Mm. Okay. Whether that was pre or post, though, you wouldn't really know. You wouldn't it? know. It could be. It could be mm-hmm. pre. It could be them learning, or it could be. Or it could be post copying. Yeah. Or it could be we've given you the yeah. tools to um, you be a cloud coming out there, man. What are you doing? Oh, mate, it was just a thing. Had a, <laughs> it was like a splinter in my finger, and I was picking at it. And now it's decided to bleed. It's <laughs> a bit of blood for the ceremony yeah, now. Give you, give you a point of blood. <laughs> um, so look, that's how you see it, okay? That's how do you think they see it? They, I assume, being the custodian people that we went up there with. Well, this—that's the thing. Who who are we talking about? Which Kabi well, people are we talking about? I don't know. That's, that's what I'm asking you. Really. We're talking about the Gubby Gubby Cubby Cubby. You know what I mean? Like who we Gubby 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 Gubby. This group, that group. Yeah. I, I think th- at last count, there's at least three. I think three that I've heard of. Yeah. There's yeah. at least three uh, who don't agree. Who don't agree on what it is, and Which one is of sad. those one of those groups is who did the deal with TMR. Correct. Right? They're, they're the ones who have the land rights yeah. claiming. The yeah. native title. Yeah, they, they're the ones that did the, right, the, the deal with TMR to put the highway through. Mm. I think they see it as a sacred site. I think they see it as there's something hidden underneath there. However, they're not willing to actually see whether it's there or not, right? Well, this is the rub, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this is where we come down to where you're talking about fear. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know. I, like I said um, during the other podcast, you'd have an understanding and I have an understanding of how much money they've spent on documentation and court costs and blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. You could have bought a bulldozer, got your bulldozer ticket, bought a tipper truck and actually, mm. you know, mm. because I, as unfortunate as it is, mm. no one cares. No one cares about... The Gimpy Pyramid. Mm. Enough. Oh, okay. You mean other than these people are trying to say... Yeah. Yeah, and and let me and let me postulate something else. Considering we're down the rabbit hole, 
uh, is the amount of trouble those people have caused the reason for people turning a blind eye? Well, there's the, there's the chicken and the egg. Really, isn't it? Yeah. Because there has been a lot of, a lot of uh, dispute, I guess, over it. So, okay. So just to cap, we've got a bunch of Indigenous people. Yep. First Nations people, mm-hmm. however we'd like to term it, who um, who have see who see themselves as the custodians of the Gimpy Pyramid. Yep. Um, they believe it's a sacred site. They believe their ancestors used it uh, for ceremony yep. as a border ring, yep. apparent, not very well defined, but there's remnants of a border ring, there's axe grinding grooves, and of course there's the whole situation of this um, um, this step pyramid. Yeah, the wall. Set up the wall. Yeah. and the then ridge, uh, The ridge line. Yeah, and then there's the deeper, the possible unprovable but possible deeper um, truth mm. that uh, it may even predate um, its use by Australian yeah. indigenous people. may have been built by the Incas. Maybe the Egyptians had something to do with it. Right. Who knows? Okay, so where does that place you in the situation? How did that flip your switch? <laughs> what was the thing for you? I saw that it's a narrative. Mm-hmm. It's can a you, narrative. Can you expound on that? It's a narrative for those people. Uh huh. It's a narrative. It's not. It's something that they hang on to. Okay. Because even because even like apparently there's all these artifacts. Mm. Now, mm. I've asked to see some of these artifacts on numerous mm. occasions. Mm. To no avail. Yeah. Now, and I suppose the thing is, it's like that where I ended up was what makes someone worthy of being able to have this information. Mm. Yeah. Now, there's a very, a very indigenous question, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What What makes somebody worthy? Now, yeah, it's come out in the last little while that I have indigenous on both sides of my family. Mm. that I now know mm. of, right? Um, I have... I've danced around a fire with Indigenous in Arnhem Land. I've built spears. I've been on sacred land up there. I've been mm. accepted into a tribe. I was completely <laughs> altruistic yeah. in everything that I was doing. I agreed not to share the information mm. publicly. Mm. Yet... You're not Nothing. worthy. I'm not worthy. So how does that make you feel? My give a fuck meter's gone. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So it's like how much more could I have done? Yeah. But feeling like every uh, every step is blocked by, yeah. the, by the very people that you're trying to help. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a narrative, man. It's a narrative yeah. that they cling to. It's their purpose. Mm-hmm. It's their... And at the end of the day, it's the same old thing, man. We talk about spirituality. You know, we sat in this room and had, you know, back-to-back podcasts for a few weeks talking mm. about spirituality. Yeah, we did. And you can't help people who don't want to be helped, man. Mm, mm. Right? Yeah. So do you think, 
Do you think it was purposeful? Maybe, maybe not. Mm, okay. Because this is the question with Australia's Indigenous people particularly, and I don't know about other cultures. Um, I don't know. But we've both studied... We've both spent a fair amount of our lives delving into um, Aboriginal or trying to delve, delve into... Trying to, yeah. Um, ...into Australian Aboriginal uh, mentality, Australian Aboriginal spirituality... We've yep. both come at it from a completely open point of view, mm-hmm. arms open, um, and uh, as you say, with a pure heart, altruistically, to understand yep. these people, their culture, and even to the extent of uh, in a, being able to understand that, to be able to then uh, help to to promulgate that amongst our our white mob people. Look, I believe <laughs> I believe in you the know. spirit of Wirrajin. Okay, I actually mm-hmm. I am actually on board with that. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the only true way forward. Everybody working together, black fella, white fella, dreaming. Right, I yeah. I am on board. This new dreaming with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, however, yeah. I question what is actually there. Do you think that there's more more white fellas on board with the new dreaming than there are black fellas? Maybe. <laughs> I wonder sometimes. So the whole whole idea of the new dreaming is, as Uncle Ken McKenzie, who's the uh, the um, elder in South Australia of the Anamantha people, he said, uh, "There's no there's no white fella, there's no black fella. We're Australians. We're one mob." Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right. So this. Don't give a fuck meter, or is it flipped? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cathartic conversation. It is a cathartic co- Look, man, yeah, I, just- I was just surprised. Sorry, I, t- I spoke over you there, but I was surprised at just... I saw that switch flick when we were driving back together. Yeah. Yeah, and no, actually, I didn't drive back with you. That's right. No, where, we where was it? I went. I come back with uh, with with. No, it was when we had Maddie. A, no, the, that that you would have watched that flick switch at the site. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah what happened. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because it didn't. I was open and honest, and I tried to draw information out, and I tried to. Mm. What's you know? Yeah, and just nothing. Like, but, and but see, I wonder whether there is anything, Martin. Well, I do too. Yeah, at the just go back to the time where that switch flicked and tell me what happened for you. I'm just, I'm totally interested. I'm sure the listeners are as well. <laughs> go back there. Well, tell me what happened. Well, we would. There's a spot there that people have dug in before, mm-hmm. right? Which is where we went. Mm-hmm. Okay, I suppose physically as well. I had push to get there so what people you know I don't know if you you know two days before we went mm-hmm. my back let go oh. in a pretty major way right um, to the point where I was on some pretty heavy painkillers mm. up until that morning mm. right and after having multiple conversations before going up there to try and get some direction mm-hmm. of which none was presented we decided to dig in the same spot. Yeah, that's near the fence line there. Near the fence line there. Where um, where Arnie came up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? However, 
she knew where we were digging. Yep. And we continued to dig for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And then she came down and basically said, oh, you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. But she knew we were there. Mm-hmm. So she let you go for long enough. Yeah. Do you think out of our own curiosity that we might have uncovered something? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but she was very dismissive. Very, very dismissive. And yeah. then the LiDAR image wasn't there. Yeah, which you specifically asked for. Yeah. But what happened when the, when the switch flicked? <laughs> Just tell me. Tell me that. I want to know. I want to know. There you were, and you went, fuck it. Yeah. What happened? Oh, man, I just... Where were you? Was it at the hole or was it after that? Was no, it, it was, was after it, that. Was it, was, it, was it after we'd, we'd done the ley line trace? It was during that. Because you were sitting up on top of the hill there on a rock. Mm. And I, I went over to you and I said, oh, I'm feeling a bit of energy. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Then, you came and found me because we had radios that day. Right? Yeah, so you got mine had died. Yeah, yours had died. But you, you <laughs> got me. Everything went wrong that could go wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got me on. Well, I think you. I think that was the last time your radio worked. Is you got me on the radio yeah. and said, "Where are you?" Well, we'd gone down to the dam, um, which was dry. Yeah, I missed that bit. I was somewhere else. Oh, it's nothing. Yeah, it's just a, no. I was just somewhere else. Yeah. I think I was on top of the pyramid trying to connect. Yeah. Um. And it was nothing. And. The fruitlessness of it became apparent. I felt like I was being led on a wild goose chase. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was being led down a distraction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I walked back up and I was sitting on the rock and I was looking around... Like, I'm very one with the bush, man. Mm. Like, I'm very one with this land. And I looked around, and the land's trying to take that back. Take back the pyramid. Yeah. Mm. Take back that site. It is. Which does resonate with the uh, some of the downloads that I got the first time I went there. Yeah, which is basically go away. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah. that's what the gum tree said. Yeah. To so go away. Go away. Go away. It's done. Yeah. Unless there's, unless there's some healing, I think it was, unless there's some healing done here, some sorry business done here, mm. the site, its days are ended. Is basically what came through. Yeah, and and look, we can expand. I mean, I'm happy to talk about all of it now. I don't. There's no point in holding anything back. Yeah, we hadn't mentioned that to anyone before because we didn't want to distract or offend anyone didn't yeah, we? <laughs> well, it doesn't matter I don't I don't as I say my give a fuck meter switch is, is gone yeah, um, yeah we offered to hold ceremony up there in the spirit of Wirritjin in the spirit of mm-hmm. you know white fellow black fellow dreaming mm-hmm. in the spirit of cleansing the site mm-hmm. um, and this was uh, you offered that to to the aunties yeah was that before we went up last time yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, after the after the first time you went. After the first time, yeah. And we had an extended conversation over the phone about we did. a lot of it. And I sent you my transcripts. Yeah, you sent transcripts and all that stuff. And I sat mm-hmm. down and I said, okay, that's cool. I'm, I'm on board with that. I can see how that would help. Let's, what does it, 
why wouldn't you do that, right? Mm. And it was basically shot down. Mm, okay. Know. I didn't realise that you'd done that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, good. I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised it was shot down. Mm. But it's pity. It was shot down. Because that's what it needed. Yeah, it was shot down. Yeah. yeah. It was basically, uh, we can't do anything until this court rules that no one gives a shit again. Okay? Um, mm. And, like... For true change to happen, it's the same story over and over again, right? If for true change to take place, then doing nothing is still doing something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And as much as I respect the Arnies and and, and the people up there, and I do, Mm. tying bits of bark with black, red and yellow string and hanging them around the place. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I. What's that about anyway? I don't know. Some sort of juju. Some sort of juju. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it appears to me that um, it's. We've had a very intense look into the uh, the Aboriginal um, mind, I suppose, with mm. these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, with respect to the Gimpy Pyramid, mm. and it's probably uh, replicated in many, many other um, well, sacred it's, sites. Yeah, it's like, something that I've seen over yeah. and over again. I mean, well, so what are your thoughts on it, mate? Well, You've I was just to... thinking about Rio Tinto blasting that cave, yeah, and all the hue and cry that went up. Mm. Okay, yeah, the the elders over there agreed to it. Of course they did. They took money for it. Of course they did. Uh, there's the, all the uranium mining and such that went on down in South Australia in the Flinders. Yeah, up in Jabiru, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, they took yeah. money for it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so what does it come down to? I mean, you know, let's um, let's let's pull the pin on Aboriginal spirituality, really. I mean, I by pull the pin, I mean, let's let's blow that one out. Let's talk about that one. Yeah, we um, can. We, because, you know, understand, yeah. you know, from uh, the understanding that we've both explored this and I've spent... Um, I've spent well, you more so than me. You've had some very interesting experiences. Yeah, mate. I've spent um, 14 months following a, a particular Aboriginal elder, uh, which ended up very interestingly in a big mess uh, and, and for no good reason. And was called out on a hoax spiritual people hoax website as well which was interesting yeah this particular person was he's actually listed on uh was it um uh spiritual um yeah spiritual cheaters or something like that what um, was it new age fraud new age fraud new age fraud.org yeah anyone that wants to look it up yeah there's stacks of names there's stacks of names on that one new age fraud.org and it doesn't surprise me no. Because funnily enough, not that I want to really, I'm not going to name that person. I'm not going to harp on about it, and except where it's relevant to this conversation. Mm. But the funny thing is that on our last trip to the Gympie Pyramid, completely unsolicited, um, Auntie, I'll still call her Auntie, mm. um, although the last Aboriginal elder I spoke to said, drop the Auntie stuff because it's bullshit. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you about that as well. And yeah, well, that's... Listeners. Yeah. Uh, this is an Aboriginal... Elder telling me we don't call each other auntie and uncle. That's that's white fellow crap. Mm. So interesting. But anyway, auntie, out of respect, because mm-hmm. I, I, I like. Mm-hmm. I, do. I do too. I do. I do too. I think she's did. 
In fact, I like all those people that we yeah, met up there. Absolutely. They're, they're really nice lovely, people. They're lovely people. I've got nothing <laughs> yeah. against them. I've got Just, nothing against yeah. them. However, they, they yeah. live in a in a fear state. Um, yeah. You know, to, and whether or not it is a logistic, whether or not it's my logistical mind or whether or not it's the way my brain works, but I can see a thousand different ways that they could have made a difference and they just and yep. I and I tried mm-hmm. to encourage yeah. at least a dozen of those ways. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing. Okay? Yeah. So it's like but you know, and this you go back to spirituality and self development. Doing nothing is still doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You're choosing to do nothing. Yeah. So in the in the thing is the tenth time through the court, I would have, you know what I mean. Like the the first or second or third time, like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, what the fuck are we doing here? Mm, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, look, you know, only she completely unsolicitedly started talking to me about this particular Aboriginal woman mm. who I had been, you know, I had understood understudied with. Mm. For fourteen months at that stage, uh, just started just telling me about it. So okay. First up, why did she? Second mm. up, the timing was perfect because it preempted a the, lot of the collapse, basically betrayal that came through yeah. that. Yeah. And other thing, she was spot on. Yeah. And the fourth thing, as I've said now, probably for the third time, I didn't ask her about it. She mm. does come out with it. Mm. And last time I saw it, when I went to the pyramid the first time, she did the same. Th- it wasn't about Aboriginal elders, but she did the same thing. Mm. Just spontaneously gave me the information that I needed. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying there, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, wow, she's mm. switched on. Yeah, absolutely. She she does have a link. Absolutely. Well, her and I have a link <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that's two times I've met her. Mm. And two times she has intuitively delivered a message to me from from spirit, pertinent information. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting stuff. But there again, I mean, um, Cam and I were having a bit of a rave about this, you know, a rant about Aboriginal spirituality. Mm. And um, he said, surely there must be an Aboriginal person somewhere, up in Arnhem Land somewhere, who's really, really in contact with spirit. And I said, Cam, if there's an Aboriginal elder in Arnhem Land that's really in contact with spirit, I truly believe it's because he's a human being, mm-hmm. not because there's an Aboriginal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, so So, not disparaging anyone here and um, to any of our Indigenous people that are listening, hey, you're people, we love you <laughs> as much as we love anybody else. Absolutely, but, peace but, and love, there is but no... what is it with this... I was going to tell you, mm. but now I can't. Yeah, or, or, or we can't share or, the, you, you, you might have, you know, if you do this, you might be able to find the secret. Yeah. But, but then there, I don't know that there is any fucking secret. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just don't know that there is. Well, that's my challenge that I put out here to the listeners. Honestly, I do. I'm saying, hey, I have earnestly sought to understand Aboriginal spirituality. 
I'm a spiritual person. Absolutely. I'm in contact with spirit. Absolutely. Well, I run, I I run just, some yeah. kick-ass great meditations Absolutely. thanks to spirit. Yeah. I get messages. Thank you. You are okay. a holographic kinetics Boom. practitioner and I'm you're very a, yeah, good at what you do. Dream time healing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you, spirit. Yeah. I don't, I don't wish in any way to be egotistical. It is my connection no, to just spirit. A con, it's a conduit. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So... Don't you go anyone telling me that I'm not listening because mm. I'm fucking listening. Absolutely. I just ain't hearing anything. Exactly. Why aren't I hearing anything? Okay, this is my challenge to the listeners. Anyone knows the answer to that question. Yeah, get in touch. <laughs> I'm not talking about me Yeah. because you've had the same experience. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone else that I've spoken to at this depth about Aboriginal spirituality has had the same thing. Absolutely. You know, you um, there is... It would lead one to the conclusion that there is nothing special about it, mm. okay? That it is just, it's spirituality. It's as much as anyone has spirituality, an Aboriginal person is a person and can be in contact with spirit. Um, I do the mowing. I've got the mowing run, right? I'm, I mow the Aboriginal hostels in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. There's one in New Farm that we look after and one over at South Brisbane, mm-hmm. uh, West End that we look after. And there was another three, but they, they've sold those ones off. It's just how it is. It's just business, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was out at Yumba Hostel there at um, at uh, West End and um, there's this lovely Aboriginal woman there. She's one of the cleaners, you know? And I, I was talking to her and I was saying, what's the thing with Aboriginal spirituality? I really want to know. And I told her, you know, dream time healing, blah, blah, blah. And she looked at me and she's, she said, take your shoes off and walk on the earth. That's Aboriginal spirituality. And she says, it's not Aboriginal spirituality. Anyone can have it. Yeah. Bang. There you Bang. go. That's there you go. from the words of the clinging lady yeah. at Yumba Hostel. Bless yeah. you. She's a lovely person. Yeah. I would have hugged her, but I was being COVID safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's it. You know, she's talking about connection to the earth. She's not talking about some voodooed up sort of thing going on here she's mm-hmm. just saying hey connection to mother earth take your shoes off walk on the grass mm-hmm. that's what it's mm-hmm. all about she said you know yeah and is that not where we ended up after seven hours of podcast last year man you know what i mean it's all individual yeah, we did we did we definitely did it's individual yeah. man that's it yeah. it doesn't and you know like what i what i found myself you know, I've been a victim of racism from our indigenous people. Me I've, too. Ne- I've never, I've never <laughs> perpetrated it ever in my life. No. However, I've been a victim of it on many, many occasions. Hell yeah! And I'm not saying that's not without reason. However, hey. at the same time, like, you know, and, and if I think about those boys that I went out to Arnhem Land with, mm. they accepted me because I was a good footy player. Mm. That's mm. it. Yeah. Don't give a fuck what colour I was. Because you were a person. Because I was a person. <laughs> and they resonated with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And they wanted to share some stuff. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That is it. And this is the whole key to racial prejudice, wars, mm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're all divine pinpoints of consciousness. Absolutely. Each one of us is a is a representation of the cosmic consciousness we're all we're all God. You're God. I'm God. We're all points of God. I am God. You are God. We are God. Yeah. 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 And got, that's such got, a and thing, I've, you know. I've got no issue with that. If 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 we look at another person 
instead of seeing the soul, which in my definition is that incarnation, that particular meat sack, <laughs> meat yep. bag. The meat wagon, know, yep. The meat wagon. You look at the soul, sure, I don't like you because you're this, because you're that, you know. It's like picking a car, you know. Mm. Prefer to see something a bit more racy, thanks very much, mm -hmm. or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something a bit more meat on it, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever, yeah. it, whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know. But if you look at that person, you look at that person, that person's spirit. Mm -hmm. If if we looked at we looked a person in the eye and saw a living spirit, mm -hmm. you couldn't you couldn't be angry with them. You couldn't be upset with them. You couldn't not like them. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's only when we look at the the physical manifestation mm. in the three D matrix that we're in. And you know, that, the other thing, know. the other thing that I've seen multiple times that I find very fascinating is that uh, Jason, the guy we went out to Woodford with, the indigenous, oh fella yeah, that yeah, took us yeah, out. yeah, super nice guy. Terrific fella. Terrific fella. <laughs> absolutely. Terrific fella. And more than happy to looking, share looking anything Looking forward to catching up with him again yeah, this year. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'll count me in when you go back, man. Definitely. I'd love to come out Yeah, again. I'll let you know. Um, super cool dude. And more than willing to share any information mm. and didn't care where we walked, what mm. we did. Mm. Didn't care, mm. right? Mm. And most decent indigenous people don't care, right? Yeah. But if you start posting about this stuff on on the the you know the social media, mm. who pipes up? White people, social fucking justice warriors. Yeah, got to a large degree. To yeah. a large degree. And, like, that, and then you get guys like that one. I was just reading that Facebook post out with this guy who's having a crack about Australia Day already. Yeah. Going on about Captain Cook shooting Aborigines and stuff like this, which, according to the ship's logs, didn't actually happen. Mm. Um, and just just inflating the whole thing, you know. Yeah. Invasion day yeah. bullshit. It wasn't a fucking invasion day. It was a Captain Cook landing and seeing two Aborigines in Bodney Bay Day. That's what it was. And yeah. they, then they freaking left. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, they... sure. Shots were fired. I believe shots were fired. Mm. I also believe one of them was um, was wounded mm. by a little bit of stray buckshot, but it certainly wasn't a bloody death. It wasn't a massacre. It wasn't a, no. No, in fact, the only reason that they were shot at, according to the ship's log, and you know, if I was Captain Kirk, Captain sta Kirk, Stardate 2431, <laughs> you know, Andromeda Sector, I wouldn't be lying in my log. And, yeah. And neither, and neither did Cook. I really do not believe that he lied in his log. So mm. whatever's in that log, this was the, you know... The captain's log. The, the captain's log, log, bloody, you know... 17th, 1770 date, yeah. whatever. And it wasn't the 26th of January, as it we've was discussed. Not. No, it wasn't the 26th. It was just sometime so, in spring, yeah. you know, they rocked up. They found somewhere where they could where they could get in to find some fresh water. Because if you water. think about it, they wouldn't have left in wintertime in the Northern Hemisphere to sail south. Yeah, yeah. The seas in the north when it's cold and not very friendly. Yeah, well, that's true. They did have a bit of shit going across the Bay of Biscay, I understand. But anyway, yeah. Mm. So, you know, they rocked up to find fresh water and some, and perhaps some food, perhaps some game to eat, you know. Mm. And uh, found two Aborigine fellows there who started throwing spears and woomeras at them. So they, you know, fired a few shots over their heads to chase them off. Mm. Now, apparently there was a bit of buckshot 
that hit one of those guys mm-hmm. certainly didn't kill them because they both ran off into the bush. And when they disappeared off into the bush, the the cook's people followed them and found this, uh, you know, gunya, you know, yep. bits of bark over a few sticks. Inside it were all the children. Hmm. They'd fled and left the kids behind. Yeah, right. How's that for interesting? Yeah, okay. As I say, we're not trying to offend anyone here. This is what I've read. I've researched it. Yeah, this is the and, and there wasn't anyone and no one else to be found. Mm. But I mean, so first up, let, let's really cut to the quick here. This is, first up, no one was killed. Okay. Second up, there's a couple of guys there wearing practically nothing, throwing spears and rocks and... and at, at a ship. At, at the people landing on the beach. Sure, the story is that the white sails were like a ghost and these white people, they thought they were spirits, they were trying to chase them away. I mm. get that, that's mm. fine. Mm. That's fine. But they rock up and there's a bark, you know, a bark shanty, not even a shanty, just bits of bark stuffed up against each other, mm. not even particularly weatherproof. Mm. These guys are just sailed from New Zealand where there's longhouses built on, with platforms and... There's yeah, the Maoris are unbelievable. Yeah. All sorts of um, organised settlement with fences and stuff. Yeah, proper big before massive that, structures. Before that, stuff. they were in um, Tahiti for the was it the um, trans the trans something of Venus? What was it? Really can't think of the yeah, name. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, the something of Venus anyway, because it was when Venus was going behind the sun, mm. and it was apparently a very important astronomical observation to work out actually how big the Earth was. I don't know how that all fits together. Okay. The transect of Venus, transect I think. Transect of yeah. Venus, okay. Yeah. And in and in Tahiti, very civilised, um, you know, hut system and mm. water carrying and what have you and the other thing. Um, but the Australian Aborigines didn't have that. Now, I haven't read Bruce Pascoe's book, Dark Emu. Yeah. So I don't know what all the hype is about agriculture. Can't comment. Don't yeah. know. Yeah. But it seems to me that the Aborigines were r- relatively primitive compared to all to the other indigenous races that they'd already been past. Yes. And also, according to the ship's log, they killed quite a few Maoris. They also killed quite a few people in Tahiti and other yes. places too. Yes. And reason being, they were fucking stealing stuff. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Apparently they, uh, and as I say, I don't think this is bullshit because it's in the logs. Okay. You know? Okay. So they rock up in New Zealand and they, they're starting to trade, you know, beads and things for whatever and the Maoris are really keen about this sort of stuff. Um, so they left the ship's tender with a couple of the, the ship's boys, hmm. you know, the younger sailors just guarding it, stopping it floating out with the tide, I guess. A couple of Maori guys came along, chased them off and stole the tender. <laughs> I mean, good on them. Yeah. And that ended up in a bit of bloodshed and stuff. Yeah. You know, it was like... Um, and look, the the very English proper justification for killing these gentlemen mm. was because if they didn't punish them, they'd probably have everyone stealing something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, I don't agree with that, okay? No. I don't agree with that. But that was their justification. And we mm. know that these guys were largely a bunch of cunts going around the world taking 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 land and stuff from other people and claiming it for the red coats for for like queen and country so red coats for a bunch of cunts just taking what they so we aren't yeah yeah. we aren't going to dispute the fact that um that these people 
if they were alive now, would probably be the most bigoted people around. Mm. Okay, let's say that's true. Mm. They still didn't kill any Aborigines. Mm. They didn't kill any. The next Aborigines they met wasn't until they were up at the Endeavour River in North Queensland. Mm. And, um, and they spent quite a few weeks up there and they actually got to know them really well um, and learned what a, what a gangaroo was. <laughs> a gangaroo. A gangaroo. Um, and traded some, some stuff. But what, what, what they said was that the Australian Aboriginals were not interested in, in beads or anything at all. They were really only interested in, in things that were more to do with survival, like, mm. um, like food. Mm-hmm. You know, and how the hell did you shoot that kangaroo? Things like this were more of interest to them. Uh, the practical pr- procurement of of um, of food and such in a uh, in a very harsh country. Mm. And I think the harshness of Australia as a country probably led to the fact of these people not having as established um, settlements mm. as they had already been established in New Zealand and Tahiti and places like that. Mm. So I'm not saying the Australians were backwards at all. I'm just saying they didn't seem to have the social... Uh, sorry, the, that... Um, um, they didn't seem to have the settlements yeah. that other nations had mm. in this, sec- this corner of the world. Yeah, well, I think the... the so, like... Uh, I did a, a episode on it because called Double Impact, uh-huh. and something like fifteen hundred years ago, I think it was five forty three AD or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is significant tidal wave evidence in the Gulf of Carpentaria and Arnhem Land, where basically two rocks came out of the fucking sky <laughs> and smashed into the Gulf of Carpentaria mm. and basically caused a tidal wave that went up to, well, here we are 1,500 years later and there's still aerial evidence you can see today of, of a tidal wave receding that was 20 kilometres, right? That's how far the water went inland mm. before it receded. But that's after 1,500 years of erosion and all that sort of stuff. That's what you can see now. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? So that... And look, there's a whole, there was a mini ice age and, you know, there's the, the tying of the fall of the Roman Empire and there's a massive starvation in Europe um, Europe and Asia throughout that time because it caused a global winter. But that, if that happened, right, um, is that crickets coming through the microphone? I think it might be the fan. Yeah, right. We have got the fan on, guys. It's still pretty humid here in Australia. Mm. Um, just at our feet, it's only on one. But anyway, um, if that happened, any indigenous inhabitants around the Gulf of Carpentaria at that time are gone, mm. Mm. right? Mm. And if that then created a global winter that affected Asia and Europe, what did it do to the local indigenous inhabitants, right? Exactly, yeah. Because it would have been most effective here. Okay, mm, mm. this is a harsh country, mm. right? It is absolutely. You, you know, just <laughs> those of us that have actually been in the bush, bush, yeah, know how harsh it can oh, be. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And there is no food. There mm. is no, you know, apart from you know. And the thing is, is that the only <laughs> the majority of the food that you would find in the Aussie bush today is introduced. 
Mm. Rabbits, blackberries, blueberries. Yeah, true, true. That's not that. None of that's. Yeah. I mean, there is bush tucker. There is bush tucker, but you wouldn't want to live on it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's and this, true. it is true. And any anything that looks shiny and tasty in Australia, don't eat it. It's going to kill you. That's right. Right. Unless it's treated properly. Yeah. There are some things like that that you can, you know, boil them for. Two days, hundred hours yeah. with a rock, and when the rock gets soft, you eat the rock. Yeah, that's so right. how it goes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, but leading us back in, mate. Yeah, leading us back in. So, to back to our quandary, what do we? Okay, I now mean, let, let me say something yeah. pretty blunt. All right. Whatever indigenous spirituality, let's put that, that's you know the the Stonehenge would have been standing in seventeen seventies into the eighteen hundreds. Mm, mm. All the standing stones around the eastern seaboard, up and down the eastern mm-hmm. seaboard, the evidence of you know there's evidence of step pyramids and bits and pieces all over the place, right? Whatever was left, and whoever knew about it, would have died defending it. The knowledge would have died with them. Okay, that's interesting. Anyone worth their salt? And look, I've got this dark idea mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. attempting to find uh, indigenous sacred sites yeah. by using where they put up the most fight. <laughs> well, there's a thought. It's, that's it's, an interesting thought. It's terrible. Yeah. However, they would yeah. have defended their most sacred sites to the last man or woman. And the thing yeah. about the genocide of the indigenous people by the English, mm. Mm. it hasn't finished. It's still ongoing, right? It's not like it's, it's <laughs> you know, the, the, the things that, you know, they're putting them out in the middle of the desert on crappy bits of land and all that sort of stuff. They've been doing that mm. forever, mm. and they still are, mm. and it's a fucking tragedy. I've got, stop. It's a fucking tragedy. Yeah. Let's not... The, the the problem, mate, is um, the, one of the epiphanies I had a little while ago, and we'll, we'll steer back on track in a second, but this mm, needs sure. to be said. Yeah, good. One of the epiphanies that I had about, you know, as we, you know, as some dude in a fur pelt dressed as fucking Braveheart <laughs> ran into the Congress building yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, as we observed Western society falling... A, the British basically created it, or the English, let's mm, say, mm, okay? Um, and the fucking whole shit show is built on lies and blood. Mm-hmm. The okay. whole thing. Yeah. The whole lot. Mm. That whatever, we, whatever society we live in today, yeah. its foundation is lies and blood and sand and bullshit. Yeah, and that's right. Taking, invading. Taking, invading, destroying any spiritual culture, not only here in Australia, in America, in India, in Egypt, name a fucking place, right? Mm. South America. South America, (laughs) yeah. It's true. Right, so... It seems to be the... uh, Whatever was left, as far as physical evidence goes, is probably in the Queen's Library or the Vatican, and whoever was left who knew about it probably died defending it. Mm, And that... Is why, yeah. and again, let's not let's not um, 
you know, we must always take into account the thorough fucking job they did by splitting them up and the stolen generation and, and taking them away from their land and mm. taking the ones mm. from the coast and putting them in the desert, mm. taking the ones from the desert and putting them on the coast and mm. fucking scrambling mm. their brains and alcohol yeah. and tobacco and all of those things. Absolutely. And that's 200 years of that. Yeah. Two, yeah, that's right. Right, and, and one well, of the other... 250 nearly now, isn't it? Yeah. If you want to count the 1770 thing Absolutely. as being the first contact. Yeah, 250, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, and the other thing is too, mm. they paid Indigenous from Queensland to go to New South Wales and track and kill the Indigenous from New South Wales. Mm. That's interesting. Right. Didn't know that. They did. That's the reality. There's, and they did that? They did that. There's no bullshit. I mean, as in the the Indigenous people from Queensland killed the Indigenous people yeah. in New South Wales? That's crickets. Yeah, it's crickets. Yeah. Always always animals with us, isn't it, man? It's it always some bloody animal that's oh, interrupting something. us. Yeah. But yeah, look, it's not, it's not pretty. The conversation no. we're having is not pretty. No. And it's not easy. No. Right? No. And... I mean, how, how would you be if you were an Aboriginal person in Australia in this climate, in this day and age? You'd feel, first up, you've got your, you've got your, you've got your genetic self, mm-hmm. your ancestral memory, mm-hmm. your DNA, mm-hmm. all right, which, which doesn't really fit in with, not, even after 250 years, it doesn't really fit in too well with Western society. No. Then you've got... So you've got that. Then you've got your cultural conditioning where your people have been uh, have been attacked and, and you know, raped, basically. Mm-hmm. Stolen generation, what mm-hmm. have you, etc. All these atrocities and your, your, your people have been hunted and killed like animals, you know? It's horrible. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So you've so you got that, right? So and the genealogical trauma that that would affect yeah, generations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the ancestral trauma. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So straight up, I mean, you know, I saw you get the shits on the Gimpy Pyramid. You know, okay, not bringing back to that just yet. No. But wow, I saw you. Don't don't give a fuck switch flick. I wonder. I wonder with with our with our fellow. Australian Aborigines, how many of those that don't give a fuck switch was flicked straight up? Yeah. Straight up. Yep. And you can't blame anyone for that. No, not at all. Not at you all. Know? However, at the same time, there is a percentage of reparations that are given to the Indigenous of this country. And it's, yeah. it's I don't know whether it's enough or it's not. I'm, that, well, I'm, not, I'm nowhere near yeah. qualified for that to say. Mm. However, because I've dealt with the a lot of indigenous people over many mm. years i've worked with them i've played footy with them i've been friends with them yeah like, absolutely you know um there are some that have decided to use the advantages that they are given in this mm. in in the way that it works here in australia yeah to propel themselves forward at an at an amazing rate absolutely and however what i have also have seen mm. is that that ancestral trauma and bullshit dragged those people back in yeah. to the fold. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like if they're successful in the modern world, they're betraying their whatever it is. Well, right? that's that's it. That's it. You've hit two really important things there. 
First one being, not only have you got this trauma and you've got this cultural conditioning, I'm not saying that that's, I'm, not, I'm saying the trauma is bad. Cultural conditioning yep. is cultural conditioning, not making any judgments on anybody. But it's a cultural conditioning where the but, English turn them into a patriarchal society when they're mainly matriarchal as well. And I think that is actually something that really Well, that is them. quite, yeah, good, good point. Then you got these white guys treating them special, like they was kind of, you know, a little bit, um, you know, a little bit um, not disabled, but you know what I mean? Here we are. We're, it's we're, blood money. It's guilt. We're, we're separating them out by saying, hey, if you identify as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander, you can get these benefits. It's yeah. like if you identify as being somewhere in a wheelchair, you get these benefits. Are we not? And I'm not saying the benefits are not a good thing. The reparations are. are yeah, yeah, but yeah, true. I don't disagree with that. Mm. But if you're in a particular sector of society that society thinks you're so fucked up, that you need special treatment. Mm. Isn't that going to compound those first two things? Yeah, absolutely. They're going to make you feel even fucking worse. Yeah. Not only, even not only have my people been treated like this, yeah. not only because I know, I know some white-looking Aborigines, one guy in particular who's as, as white as white, but he's probably about, I don't know if he's a quarter or an eighth, you know. Yeah. His mum said, don't ever tell anyone you're a black guy. You're... You know, he says, well, I'm white. <laughs> yeah. You don't ever tell anyone mm. <laughs> because because it's too dangerous. And, and we're, he, he's a little bit older than me. Yeah. So he's, you know, we're going back 60 years. It was too dangerous. If you didn't look like an Aborigine, didn't own up to being one. Don't own up yeah, to being one. Don't say anything. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But I mean, and then, and the, yeah. the dark secret is too, mate, is that there was still, there was still, Hunting marches done. I know until the fifties. I know it's crazy, right? Yeah, it was still still legal to get a permit to go and shoot Aborigines on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, up to yeah. the nineteen fifties or something like yeah, that. It's ridiculous. I, I think even into the sixties there was stuff going on. Very early sixties, I think. Yeah, it's nuts. So what I'm saying to you guys is, wow, these people, our Australian Aboriginal brothers and sisters, have. Fucking hard. Oh, they're fucking hard. Hard. And we've just scratched the surface on that stuff. Mm. I mean, you know, um, and I really just think, you know, this. I was thinking about it on the way up today, how, you know, you get all these special benefits if if you're Aboriginal. That must be really demeaning. It could be, yeah. Very singled out and all that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah. And if you think in like a high school environment, you know, oh, Billy's Indigenous, so he gets treated differently, that would then ostracize you from the group. To a degree. Yeah. Yeah. And you're already ostracized. But no matter how politically correct we're trying to be. Yeah. You know, how come it's jealousy's got to kick in? Yeah. Stuff like that's got to kick in. How come you get all this stuff and we don't get it? You know? Absolutely. And I'm not talking about the English elitist sort of attitude that we were discussing earlier. No, just the. That's just, just like normal shit. Yeah, just the jungle, man. Just you the know? jungle that exists hey, in, look, in, you in know, any primary school or high school, if, anywhere. Yeah, and if, and if someone's impaired in some way or another and they get something extra to help them, you can understand it because they're impaired. Hmm. This guy's not impaired. <laughs> yeah. He's just an Aboriginal. He's yeah. a person. Yeah. He's quite capable. So, what's he getting special treatment for? 
It's got to make you feel fucking in bed. <laughs> it would do, actually. I never thought about it like that. However, there yeah. would be... There would and be. I'm really batting hard for Australian Aboriginals here, by the way, guys. I really am saying, fuck, what a freaking... Yeah, hard, what a, hard What run. a freaking load to carry. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that... Yeah. And, and actually, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there again, too, right? What a load to carry. Yeah. Because these people who have survived who are the remnants of uh, a people that was once here that was literally hunted down. Absolutely. To the last yeah. man and woman and child, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Which yeah. is the, some of the dark, disgusting yeah. stuff that no one wants yeah. to talk about. Shit, yeah. Uh, how, you know, and you know more about the DNA cause and effect and that sort of stuff. It's like, that would be so difficult. Hmm. To, if you were even a little bit aware, yeah. to try and process, man. Like, how do you even begin? And then we we look to some of these people to have indigenous spirituality. Yeah. They're dealing with trauma on such a fucking deep level that we probably don't even understand it, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you've got all that going on, eh? And, um, and so, the world at large generally thinks generally us white guys think that Australian Aboriginals have some special sort of spirituality yes man would you want to hang on to that oh yeah mm. yeah you mm. would because mm. it's going to make you feel a little bit better absolutely you have a <laughs> I'm really I'm being very flippant with my words here guys so f forgive me no but, look there's no man, hey I know what it was like when I came out from England I, I was pretty well beaten around by the Aussie culture. Oh, you would have been a culture. stinking palm, yeah. I was. I, mean, I was so I was totally knocked around. I fucking had a really hard time. How old were you? I was nine. See, that's a hard age, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, I will stand by, on one level, I will stand by the fact that there was very little racial prejudice when I was a kid. Mm. It wasn't racial prejudice. Just you're making, a pommy bastard. Just making, no, it was just making fun because of my accent. Making fun uh, of me because I different. was... Because I, I got sunburnt so easily. Making fun of me because I couldn't stand the heat. Yeah. Making fun of me for this, making fun of me for that. Fuck. By the time I was in bloody high school, I, uh, I developed a stutter. I could hardly speak. Really? Yeah. Because I was so fucking pushed down. Because of the... I was so beaten down. Because of the word, you trying to speak in your yeah. English accent. Yeah. I mean... I'd probably lost my English accent by then. But so what so what the best fun that the teachers could have in school was to get me to stand out the front of the class and read poetry. Fuck, you try doing that when you can't you're trying to splutter words out and stuttering over them and all the kids are laughing at you. Yeah. So guys, I know what it's like to be persecuted. I fucking do. Mm. And I only raise that because I'm saying, hey, I know, I know what it's like. And fuck, Again, you it's could fucking not, horrible. We, and, you know, and, and if I was given at that point in time any special gift, even if it was bullshit, I would have hung on to that. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like, so, so we're getting down to the Gimpy Pyramid thing here. We're getting down to it where, sure, all these, these lovely people, you know, that we went up there with, mm. sure. Man, 
I know spirit works for everyone. Hey, we've had the discussion about the light, the light switches on for the bad guy and the good guy. Absolutely. So, so spirit's there, spirit works, the interconnectedness of all things, unified field, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, but wow, wouldn't you really want the Gimpy Pyramid to be really something special under these circumstances? And I'm not demeaning any of those people up there or saying that they're in any way, yeah, you, any you, way simple or I mean. stupid it's, or no, anything. No, no, absolutely I'm, not. I'm talking generational stuff yeah. here. Of course you'd want it to be special. Yeah. And maybe it is. Maybe it is. But the thing you don't want to share that knowledge with the white guys is also really understandable too. It is. It is. It is. You know? However... Fuck, that's the bind, isn't it? It is the bind, man. I'm sort of... It is the bind. It is jumping the bind. from one side to the other. I'm on the white guy's side. I'm on the black guy's side. I'm on everyone's side. But I'm Absolutely. so fucking frustrated, guys, because I want to understand. Yeah. I want to understand. Yeah. And the only understanding I'm getting, and I've researched it in spirit, you know, done um, psychic research mm. is the best way to describe it. Yep. Into this. And there's nothing special that I do not believe there's anything special about our original spirituality. It's spirituality. Well, and, and I <laughs> Sorry, can, guys, but that's, I, no, that's the well, conclusion see, I've come to. Okay, I can weigh in here, right? Because yeah. I've had a bit of a epiphany about this sort of stuff, about spirituality. After we had that extended discussion, you know, the, the six hours of podcasting that we did on it, right? Which was really yeah, cool. About that, yeah, we? it was good, man. It was really good. But I did a couple of others outside of you as well. Yes, so, like, I did, yes. I did four or five. Um, based around that, okay? I think that the reason indigenous spirituality is just spirituality in general is I do believe that they... There was a... Whether it be a subsection of their society or there was a, a section of indigenous Australians that were keepers of knowledge... All right, yes. that's the Stonehenge stuff. That's the yeah, that's yeah. a lot of this stuff that the other other side of research that I'm doing. Mm. Um, I do believe that, and the reason it is just general spirituality is because they proffered what we understand as spirituality, which is love of nature, love of self, connection to the earth, connection mm. to the energy of the, the cosmos, elements. the elements. Mm. That echoes around the globe. Mm, it does. Were they custodians of that originally? I think maybe yes. Which maybe. Is, which is why indigenous spirituality is just spirituality. Because okay. it originated here? Because it is originated that here. Maybe. That, that is quite, quite likely. Yeah. And there are, you know, <clears throat> and that... Yeah, that's like almost chicken and egg stuff, isn't it? Absolutely. It's hard to... It's hard to it started here yeah. and it's coming back here. Mm. Yeah. You know. I, I've I've heard stories um, that um, that Australia is where um, the human race started. Yes. Yeah. I on one level I can see the truth in that. On another level, I'm not sure. I was told by an Indigenous person a story about that, which I had promised not to repeat, mm -hmm. and I won't repeat it. Um, I could probably tell you the story if but, you'd like. I'm, but it made uh, sense. Well, have a bash at it. Because um, <laughs> I promised that I would not tell anyone. Um, it's not a story. I don't think the story is exclusive to the person that told it to me, but I did make a promise to them, and I, and I won't break that. Is, that it, the, is it the Palladian story? Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah. we've 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 discussed that at length on the podcast, man. Have you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I must admit, um, and there's actually the th- there, there is no, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, there is actually some scientific evidence to back up that mm. something happened seven hundred eighty thousand years ago, mm. where an external body crash landed into Australia, which mm. is where Australite Tektite comes from. The the Pleiadian spacecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is some. There and is they, actually there is actually some scientific evidence to suggest that. Beings from another planet um, adapted and genetically modified uh, hominids that were here mm-hmm. to be Homo sapiens sapiens, as we understand it. Is, is this the Enki? No. Thing? Okay. No, 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 that's no. I don't. I, no, a that's a different, different story. Okay. Good. This, that's a different one. Yep. Um, this one was actually uh, a lot of the basis comes from Valerie Burrow. Mm-hmm. She wrote a few stories about it, um, which yeah. and then a guy called Bruce Fenton did some work to actually scientifically prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Good YouTube documentary, seven hundred eighty thousand years. Okay, goes for about forty five minutes. It's well worth a watch. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So we've talked about it at length, right? So what happened as a result of that then? Well, what we don't understand, man, is that let's so. Um, a guy called Randall Carlson, he he studies. He basically studies the last catastrophe that happened thirteen thousand years ago, twelve thousand eight hundred years ago, right? Mm-hmm. He put through the geological record that we currently have. Yep. In the last hundred, and I'm I'll butcher this. It's, it was hundred mm. over the last hundred and fifty five thousand years. Yep. There has been something like sixteen or seventeen semi-extinction or extinction level events that have taken place on this planet. Mm, okay. So you expand that out to eight hundred thousand years. Yeah. How many's that? That's heaps. Right. Mm. Our hubris in the modern age and our gross acceleration of technology and abundance of food and yeah, us and fucking like rabbits of bloody people throughout the planet. Right. Yeah. yeah tells us that this stuff doesn't happen yet and this is what i mean lies and bu- blood and bullshit right mm-hmm. because the history that we are told is not true mm. okay that's yeah. pretty much what this podcast is dedicated to sure you know? absolutely um and i don't think we understand it so there, there there's probably like any like any subsection or subsection of any indigenous culture on any continent on any planet has gone through and survived cataclysmic changes mm and has gone up and down with different levels of technology and different mm. levels of society and different levels of understanding. And that's just the way it happens. Yeah. Right? Yep. However, in our hubris in the modern age, which you'd have to, you know, observing the events taking place around the globe, our hubris is it's probably you know worth a question there whether it is actually mm. hubris. However, <laughs> exactly. Um, we think we're so fucking awesome and nothing happens, right? Where yeah. it, it's quite clear to me that a lot of things happen a lot of times, you know? And like, you know, to go back to the indigenous spirituality and land rights and stuff like that, one of the darker pieces of evidence that Richard has actually found out is that the the native title land claims where they're going, this is our land, you know, this to, to this border is our land, this, that, that, mm. was made by a white guy the actual divisions. The, the actual division. The, actual the line, boundaries. Yeah, the boundaries on the map was done by a white guy who used to keep an indigenous boy as a slave. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. But yeah, yeah, but that's the level of ridiculousness that we're dealing with. It is with. ridiculousness. Okay. 
However, yeah. a lot of Indigenous people wouldn't know that. Mm. Mm. That's what I've found, man. Over the years, because I was thinking about it too, it's like, I think I was, since I was 15, since I was 15 mm. right, since I was lived in the Northern Territory, mm-hmm. I've taken an active interest in trying to understand Indigenous, mm. right? Yeah. And if I ever get the chance to sit down and talk with one, I'm telling them information that they don't know, mm, that mm. they don't have. Yeah. You know, uh, then yeah. think about Jason. Lovely fella. Great what a guy. fucking great guy. As I said, look forward to going back and, and mm. seeing what else he can show us, you know? Yeah, we'll just sit around the fire. It just, yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Mm. However, when I started to talk to him about Stonehenge, when I started to talk to him about, you know, some of the research that I'd done, mm. he had no idea. So this is the thing you see. Let's let's go with the the thought that um, that um, spirituality, as we know it, did originate in Australia with Australia's indigenous people mm. who were oh, whoever who was were here. who yeah. were originally Pleiadians uh, or well, let's say let's say a hominid a hominid were, yeah a yeah. hominid and, and yeah. A, a, yeah and, and the so, whole hominid things bullshit yeah. as well man like we've yeah. looked into this here like there's 13 different hominids we don't have a full skeleton for any of them no that's right yeah talk, any about, of talk them. about genetic engineering yeah we've got yeah. a jawbone and a pinky for a fucking for one of them like <laughs> true that's it a pinky bone like this yeah. this top of your pinky finger yeah and a section of jaw wow. that's it it's amazing. And now they're a completely different species of human. Yeah. How do we even fucking know that? But yeah, let's pretend yeah. that there let's was a hominid there yeah. that was yeah. assisted and helped along the journey. Right? Yeah. And then over your 780,000 years or whatever it was, yep. you said it was. Yeah. I can't remember the number. I think it was that, wasn't it? Yeah, 780,000, yeah. yeah. Um, that's surely reached a peak at some stage and then dropped off. Uh, well... And I actually, I do a, you know, when I teach uh, to get away from some of the stuff that I teach, I talk about some of this stuff. I talk about mm-hmm. the cataclysm. Mm-hmm. And we're taught that, um, and I'm just drawing a graph in the air for Martin, right, mm-hmm. where yeah. it's the time versus awesomeness scale, right? So yeah. here's time. Yeah. Here's, I'll do it. No, you, you, so here's time. Yep. Here's, I oh know, here's time. Here's awesomeness, right? Right. And we're taught that we were... Um, you know, twelve thousand oh, yeah, years ago, from we were, zero yeah, and we then, were loincloths, got better and better, and we're about. fucking awesome, 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 yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bullshit. here we are at the peak of our awesomeness. Load of bullshit. Yeah, it is. I think yeah. it's gone like this, right? I think maybe yeah. there's been there's been incredible peaks, mm. right? Yeah. And then we just and the big rock comes out of the sky. Oh, I just lost uh, a caldera volcano. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, yeah. you, you got to, and this is the the one thing that people still you have to take into account that seventy thousand years ago. They're pretty certain that a caldera volcano in Indonesia, which is just north of us, mm-hmm. let go, mm. and the population of the planet mm. got down to sub ten thousand people. Wow, everybody. Yeah. All right, so that that spirituality was some was lost. Uh, whatever was happening prior okay. to seventy thousand years ago yeah. is now gone. Yeah. You know, but, even if there was, even if there was a yeah. hundred thousand people, yeah. Except ninety percent is gone. What if there was ten million? Sure, sure. Except the knowledge is still within ancestral memory. Yes, which within is within DNA. Which is why spirituality, at its core, is the same no matter which way you fucking look at it. Yeah, but also leads perhaps 
this is the first time I've had this thought. Okay. Leads the perhaps. information, ladies Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> leads perhaps to the fact that many Aboriginal people that I speak to say, you can't understand it. You can't work it out. You've got to have the DNA to get it. Yes. Interesting. However, yes. That's quite okay, quite okay. quite plausible. Yeah. yeah. From however, this pseudo scientific point of view. Yeah. Okay. However, and if, the and same. I, yes. Yeah. Yes. However, let me counter by saying at the same time, if Australia Stonehenge was what we think it is, if there was a megalithic culture that existed up and down the east coast of Australia for a certain period of time, X amount of time ago, mm-hmm. and their job was to basically peripherate. Proliferate a global spirituality, then that means we all have the DNA. Which, if you think, if that yes, right, that could could definitely be true, right? So that means because the thing is, if you go to base spirituality, for want of a better description, paganism, okay, yeah, shamanism, shamanism, the five elements, yeah, the symbols, yeah, it's all the fucking same. Doesn't matter where you go, yeah. Well, what. Yeah, you're right, and that's just reminded me of something that I was talking to my friend David Bauer in Hawaii about today, um, is that one of the Aboriginal creation stories, the one that I believe, because <laughs> this uh, Aboriginal auntie that I was following said, you should read Under the Kwandong Tree, okay. which is a book by Minmia, Minmia, I think that's how you pronounce it, and in that is the Aboriginal creation story. And the Abri- that Aboriginal creation story is awesome because it actually includes the five elements. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So talk about shamanism. It says, it, just a very basic overview here. Father Sky, element of air. Yeah. Love Mother Earth, element of Earth so mm-hmm. much. He sent his seed, his energy. So ether, star, star people, yeah. Ether, well... Yeah, ether, yeah, yeah. To Mother Earth, and she blossomed with life. Now, that sort of really fits in a lot of the Hindu stuff about Shakti Shiva, <clears> all <throat> sorts of stuff. It links, links, links. But you got you got Mother Earth, you got Earth, air, ether. Mm. The firstborn was a rainbow serpent. <clears throat> yeah, which was actually two snakes joined together. DNA. Ah, okay. One snake, one snake, was passion. Anger, Mm -hmm. element of fire. The other snake was compassion. Water, Water. element of water. That's cool. Nice. I've got goosebumps saying that. Yeah, that's cool. So resonates. Yeah. So you've got the five elements. You've got the DNA. And the intertwined snakes. And the thing is, we didn't know the DNA looked like like intertwined snakes until we could actually analyze it. Yet that symbol, the intertwined serpents... Yeah. Is actually that's another one that's echoed across the globe. Gro- yeah, gro- and my England's good. Yeah, tonight. it is. Yeah, England's great. Yeah, and then once again, look at any Kundalini chart. You have got the two snakes. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you got the seven chakras with the seven colours of the rainbow. Yep. You got the rainbow serpent. Mm-hmm. What it says in the story, it goes a bit off. It goes a bit off track because you know, Father Sky by me. Um, was a bit upset with the rainbow serpent because it was wrecking everything. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> you know, creating valleys and rivers and the tears filling this up and flooding things. Flood, 
flood, hello, flood, 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 flood etc., flood. etc. Uh, earthquakes, cataclysms, mm-hmm. you, you name it. Mm-hmm. Fucking interesting stuff, hey. Um, that he had to send two hunters down to kill the rainbow serpent with sacred spears. I don't know the fuck where the two hunters came from because the rainbow servant was the firstborn. But we'll we'll let him have two hunters uh, in much the same way that um, Adam and Eve had two kids and all of a sudden those kids had other kids. I don't know Mm. who they actually got pregnant except for Eve, but that's the Bible for you. So anyway, we'll give a little bit of this. (laughs) So the two hunters came down. In every depiction of Adam and Eve, they had belly buttons, but we don't talk about that either. How could they have belly buttons? (laughs) My God. That's because, you know, belly buttons for, isn't it? Oh, what's that? Well, you know, when when God makes you and cooks you in the oven, right. he has to see that you're done. So he goes, puts his finger, oh, you're done. You're done. <laughs> Isn't that awful? Oh. Anyway, back to the rainbow serpent. During this whole process, um, the fire of the one serpent became so strong, the element of fire, that uh, it became a ball of energy and the sun was born. Grandfather sun. Ah, okay. And um, the other one, he tried to build up the energy strongly and then it waned again. He tried to build it and it waned. The moon. And became the moon, Grandmother Moon. So as as far as Aboriginal cosmology that I've researched, you've got Grandfather Sun, Grandmother Moon. They're representative of your, of your the DNA of your mother and your father. Okay. Which links back into the DNA of the, of the rainbow serpent. Mm. Of course, when the serpent was killed... Um, of course, um, it was great sadness. Yep. And what do you get when the sun shines, element of fire shines upon the water? You get a rainbow. Mm. That's the rainbow serpent. Wow. Isn't okay. that beautiful? That is beautiful. And I shared this with the Aboriginal auntie that I was following. You know what she said? <clears throat> That's not what my people believe. Exactly. <laughs> and I thought, why did you tell me to buy the book? And why, when I've come back to you so enthusiastic and having read a part of it that really resonates and listen to me, the five elements, the DNA, man, everything fits together. The symbolism echoing through the fucking countries and everything, all the spirituality. From the freaking Hindu kundalini through to to the bloody pagans. And you say, that's not what my people believe. Okay, so what the hell is that about? Yeah. Anyway, sorry to spoil the story, but no, no, no. <laughs> we're getting back into this stuff. I mean, exactly, man. False prophets, yeah. man. Come and on. So yeah, so that's a beautiful, beautiful story. It is a beautiful story, and it right? just says, okay, so I don't know what Aboriginal mob that actually belongs to. Mm. Uh, Min Mir, I think, is from Northern New South Wales. But mm. thank you, Min Mir, mm. for that story because mm. that is just so beautiful. Mm. And it just cosmologically fits in. And if we're talking about, you know, Australia being the source of human DNA, this hominid species, whatever we are, then doesn't that story just fit perfectly? It does, yeah. The star beings coming in to Mother Earth, yeah, creating the double helix DNA. <laughs> Bang, five elements, mm. unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable, man. Uh, and it's such a beautiful story. And, you know, when I got to talk to an elder in the Arnhem Land, however, this guy, and we could talk about how every single elder, regardless of religion, is a tall bearded man, but we won't go into that now, <laughs> including God and Jesus and Zeus and Apollo and Allah and doesn't matter. Um, yeah, interesting. It's all the same. But yep. Anyway, um, 
this he was the epitome, and mm. he took some time around the fire, and, and he told a very similar story about the Rainbow Serpent. Mm. Um, Interesting. I was very young. This is I was, I was only sixteen or something. So yeah, you're kind of half listening, right? Yeah, half listening. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would love to be able to rewind and go back and listen mm. to that story again because mm. so much has happened since then. Yeah. However, there is a, you know, and in, in the rock art, there's a, there's a number of meteorite strikes depicted in rock art across Australia as well mm, where they've observed the stars and they've observed mm. big rocks mm. coming from the sky, mm. you know. Mm. Um, there's that transper, um, tra- transpermia. That's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically the fact that we all have star material in our DNA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we do. Yeah, transpermia. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. We're descended from the star. We're born of Mother Earth, but we're descended from, from the stars. stars. Yeah, there's star material in our mm. bones. That's comes yeah. from somewhere else. There's, that you yeah. actually can't deny that either, right? Yeah. Um, it's... You know, we, we said we, we we were pretty animated earlier, and I feel that we've calmed down a little bit, and I think it's probably a very <laughs> um, cathartic conversation for us both to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't mean any offence by anything we said earlier. I think we're pretty right. Um, however, the one of the primary you talk about the what the primary feeling I got. You want to go back to the Gimpy Pyramid? The primary feeling mm. I got there was fucking sadness, man. Yeah, there was a lot of sadness. There's a lot of sadness there. Like, as you say, sorry business. Yeah, well, that's the I believe that's the indigenous word for for that for mm. people being killed and needing to heal the land. Mm. It was you know. just so so clear, so clear. However, at the at the crutch of at the crux of a lot of this stuff is. Indigenous, tri- indigenous tribes fighting each other, like you just said. Then, oh, my people don't believe that. I know this is the thing. I mean, you know, um, like how, but it, you know, yeah. and we're experiencing it now. How many languages? Four hundred different languages. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, but God. again, there's a base language that is there. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, but it's lost because I know that um, you know back to back to cooking the journals, and the mm. reason I'm on to cooking that is because I did read a lot of this stuff over the Christmas break. I was quite fascinated. Um, well, the thing to is, hear you, a, fac- you, you, you a, a are, factual story about it. Yeah, but you but you are seeking perspective, man. Absolutely. Right. So you're yeah. trying to see as many different perspectives as Absolutely. you can to, to gain yeah. that. You know. Yeah. Well, Cook picked up this guy in Tahiti. I can't remember his name. He was a he was a uh, a Tahitian guy who wanted who wanted to go adventuring with them, basically. Yeah. Um, and you know they had a vacancy. <laughs> So they so they took him along, and he was he was um, you know indispensable in communicating with all peoples across the Pacific, South Pacific, right from Tahiti, where yeah. they picked him up because the languages were so similar, right through to uh, right through to New Zealand, mm. and so it made it very easy as an interpreter. He could understand almost what they were saying quite mm. easily. Mm. Um, uh, got to Australia, nothing. Fucking not a clue. <laughs> and again, I think why why were the okay, Australian so, so cut off yeah. from from the Polynesians? Well, let's pre- let's pretend that yeah. you know, let's pretend that this double impact happened fifteen hundred years ago or whatever. Mm. Imagine sitting on a Pacific island and watching two big rocks come out of the sky. 
and you and <laughs> you, fuck, they missed yeah, me. <laughs> and you and you but you understanding that there was a land there because there's evidence that they traded you know an indigenous traded with the Maoris and all that sort of stuff there yeah. is evidence to suggest all that well it's funny that that that's evidence for that sorry to cut you right off there mm. because um none of it rubbed off true sorry mm. but it's true mm. So, sorry, back to you with the rocks coming out of the sky. <laughs> but Matt, you probably, if you, you know, if you're looking from the island and you see, oh, the, the, you, you know, there's a big land there somewhere, mm. and you hear, like, you're not going, oh, they're fucked, like. <laughs> <laughs> but for whatever reason, Australia, and, and this is when, I, when you go back to maps, and like you said before, we turn the mics on that. Mm. Apparently, they'd pieced together a lot of maps, and there was a big gla- glaring hole. Where well, Australia thought, should if, be. If there's a Southland, it must be in this hole because no one's been there before. Right. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. So they had a map, yeah. but maybe not, maybe a negative, not a positive. <laughs> so this is another question that I've thought a lot about, is it yeah. why is Australia missing off everything? Good point. Up to that date. Up to that date. Yeah. Because I must, well, they, that's a good point. And that actually came came to mind. Because it's not a, it's no, not it exactly. It actually came, came to mind when I was reading this this book it's not because, exactly a small place because <laughs> well no but, but listen it, it basically yeah yeah you're right well london to moscow yeah that's how big it is yeah but it said because they knew about tahiti mm. they knew about samoa and the other south sea islands they knew about new zealand mm. but they weren't sure if new Ze- if the coast that had been spotted of new zealand was the edge of the great south continent or not and cook proved that it wasn't yeah he missed Van Diemen's Land. He was heading for Van Diemen's Land, but got blown off course, and ended up hitting the south shore of of um, Australia, around you know wherever that. Oh, at, uh, that at Burn, um, Burnsdale or Burn that, yeah, that area in Victoria of, yeah, somewhere, yeah. and then come up the coast. As he came up the coast, got to got to tip of Cape York. He knew he would find New Guinea, so okay, and then he knew about Java. Because they went to Java, they mm. went to um, oh shit! What was the town called in Java? <sighs> Not important. They went to Java. Mm. It's another story. So they knew about New Guinea. They knew about Indonesia. They knew about Java. Mm. They knew about New Zealand. Mm. They knew about Van Diemen's Land. Why the mm. fuck didn't they know anything about Australia? Exactly. Don't, you can't tell me that people got got to New Guinea and just decided, oh yeah. Well, well they reckon stop. on a, they reckon on a clear what happened they there? reckon on a clear day on the coast of New Guinea you can see Australia. Well, you'd probably see Bamako, wouldn't you? It's only two hundred k's, man. Yeah. Well, so how come how come no one had been there, mapped it before? Because other other ones were mapped, mm. and, and this is a question. This and is it's this, a, it's this a very is a, interesting this is a mystery. It is a mystery because, because they it, said, "Oh, we mapped all the different sea voyages." And there's this big hole, this big Australia-sized hole, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, you could even almost tell the shape it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we know there's a little bit, dicky bit hanging off the bottom yeah. called Van Diemen's Land, but how come no one had been doing any of this stuff? I wonder why. And this is the thing, it's right? So this is the, this is the systematic... Di- this may lend into a bit of conspiracy where there's a systematic destruction of the global spiritual culture that once existed, and maybe... There was an active <laughs> destruction of any knowledge of Australia, and it was ostracised for thousands of years. You mean prior to our um, to the current genocide, spiritual genocide that's been yes, going on? Yes, prior to that. Yeah. yeah, it's quite possible too. Was see, I, I'm developing a a theory 
uh, I haven't worked on it much yet, but I'm developing a theory of I see a lineage of people going back to the survivors of the cataclysm that were materialists that basically created the materialistic society that we exist in today and if you think you know the the Turks are the Rome are the are the, are the Greeks or the Romans or the Trojans or you know what I mean like I I see potentially a thread going back to the survivors of the cataclysm and wound throughout that thread is the systematic destruction of anything that was left of the global spiritual culture wow that's interesting it's a very very thin theory however it's very something, interesting it's very interesting man. Yeah. Well, mate, have you got anything else you want to talk about? Have you got any other questions you want to ask me? Have you got anything else? Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, sorry, because... You're right. I think we should wind it back to... To see if we've sort of shed any light on the Gimpy Pyramid story. I mean, has any of this been of any benefit to either of us? It's been a good rambling conversation. I think we've opened up the the wormhole there and... yeah. You know, and as I, as I have said a couple of times, I'd be really interested if anyone has any comments to throw them in or any anything here because, you know, we are both... both We're asking earnest questions. Yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully. I mean, we've, we've, we've had a bash both ways yeah. at both cultures. Yeah. And we've come up with both cultures and said, hey, you know, if I was an Aboriginal, I'd be pissed off too. Mm, okay. Absolutely, no love, doubt. Love you guys. No doubt. And, and, we can't and even... I, yeah. You I'll, see, the, the, the white side of us hasn't had the thing is is that people have got short memories yeah the 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 trauma has happened to every single culture color religion just depending on when we're talking about time well the vikings had a good old bash out absolutely the saxons yeah and then, yeah yeah the and then they said no oh, fuck that we've been persecuted let's go yeah. and persecute some other yeah bastards. exactly so they yeah sail off and have a bash at the french yeah and yeah. the french go to vietnam and fuck them up yeah and <laughs> this goes on and on and on it ain't just the white guys doing it the maoris had a good bash at genociding a few people as well, well. and they were cannibals <laughs> yeah, apparently that's, 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 come on you come on you bros from new zealand <laughs> chime in actually, guys. <laughs> when, when i when i when i get a bit of shit if i've got a lot of marries in my class when i get a bit of shit about um being white in australia and i turn around i go well you weren't even the first in new zealand you ate the people that were that's <laughs> so true and they're like oh, uh, oh. sure bro <laughs> want a chip bro <laughs> We love our New Zealand Yeah, love our too. Kiwi brothers, yeah. man. They're, we're brothers Fucking in arms. Best, best sense of humour yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but where, where are we at with this? I mean, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to concede that Australian, spir- Australian Aboriginal spirituality may have been the seat of spirituality. Yeah. Could be the very reason why the Gympie Pyramid was built by the Incas, as, as, as I felt. As a tribute. As I felt, as a tribute. Thank you for sharing your spirituality Absolutely. with us. And we took that back. Yeah. Um, as the um, as it said in the um, the law of one is that the um, is it the law of one that that channeling that was done yes you know as, yes, as, it, as, it, as, it, as it said in that these sites which were this is talking specifically about the South American ones yeah but I personally believe it it happened in in Gympie yeah these 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 sites these pyramids were built as places of healing mm. and worship mm. of spirit mm. not of god no of spirit 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 we all have within each of us yes but there was 
there was alien intervention mm. and and prime directive do not interfere with the evolution of a species mm. interference was given mm. i know in south in south america mm. interference came in i know it through the power of one i know it because i've had people in holographic kinetics on the table who have told me what happened mm. i've taken them back in time to that and there was alien intervention mm. it was it was not helpful mm. and what turned into a healing site became human sacrifice mm. Mm -hmm. i believe that also happened at the gimpy pyramid yeah and i know that any any of the gimpy pyramid people listening to that would probably be angry with me for saying it i apologize but no there's I been there has been there be is either 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 it is either it was I, i'm not gonna say whether that that's your feeling i will say and again i always think about things logistically for whatever reason that's my mindset mm. In my mind, it is a very defensible position. Yep. And there would have been blood spilt there during war. Definitely, there would have been. Yep. And I, not just, not just between white guys and no. black guys, but between black guys and black guys. Yeah. I've I've seen visions of people being forced into those those tunnels, uh, alive. If the tunnels exist. Women and children. And the tunnels filled in on top of them if the while they're alive. If the tunnels well, I, exist. I think that's why the tunnels don't exist anymore because they've all been caved in. Mm. Well, they've been sealed up. Mm. And um, wasn't there some? Wasn't there some? You you said or someone said something about there. Some of the farmers actually detonated the tunnels. I no, think, the army. The army did. The army did. So basically, they? in the preparations for Japanese invasion in World War Two. There was a subsection of the army that went around and basically detonated a lot of the big caves. So the stuff. Japanese couldn't hide in them. Yeah, good idea. Well, yeah, that's so what they did. The Japanese yeah. did that. They yeah. in the caves of bastards. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not bastards. They were bastards back then. Well, that's when we were at war with them. Yeah. It's the same thing. Hey, yeah. look, I got nothing against Japanese people. Yeah, I know Japanese people committed some terrible atrocities mm. in New Guinea and against Australians. Yeah, 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 against anyone. Mm. Um, man. But they're super, they're super nothing, cool. They're super it's got nothing cool. to do with any of the Japanese yeah, people no, that are no. alive today. No, no, definitely not. And any of the Japanese people I've met throughout my existence are very interesting, very quirky is a word that I'd probably like to use. Japanese there. tend to be a bit quirky. Yeah. Very, very interesting very senses of humour. Yeah, very interesting, man. <laughs> as very long as someone's getting injured, it's funny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't understand that, but no, that's, that's no. okay, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, those... those... The Japanese game shows yeah. are quite interesting. Yeah, it's You've got three doors, two of them open, one of them doesn't, and the yeah. guy runs into the door, doesn't open, canes himself fucking yeah. beauty, and, think and everyone thinks it's great. <laughs> Well, I think it's pretty funny too, but not to the degree that the Japanese no, the, people the, do. So bless them, mate. But um, you know, but yeah, the, the, you know, there we are. Yeah, please, Aboriginal people. I was not, I was not there when Captain Cook. Well, well, I don't believe it was Captain Cook when anyone started shooting Aboriginals. Yeah, I was not there. I've got nothing to do with that. No, me either. Um, and you know, and 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 I, I've got Indigenous in bloke in my mother's and my father's yeah. line. Like, well, see, you got the DNA there that we're talking about. We mm. should get you on the table and explore that. Yeah, maybe I'll be open should, to that, man. We should do some 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 ancestral look, dude. If you want, if you wanted yeah. to, if you wanted to do that and record it, I'd love to do that and record it. I would be open to let's do it. Um, releasing it, let's do it. All right, yeah, definitely. And what I want to say about that about the holographic kinetics that I do, any Aboriginal person that would like to explore ancestral healing, 
I will, I will help you. Mm. And I won't charge you. Yeah. Please take the opportunity. Yeah. Because I'd love to, to, to help. Yeah. To, to, to clear the, that the, ancestral trauma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I know I have had people on my table who have had ancestral trauma. Mm. Um, you know, we've all got warring bloody factions in our DNA. Mm-hmm. And I've just seen, I had a guy, um, a New Guinea fellow came to me once mm-hmm. um, and um, did some ancestral healing for him, changed his whole life. Yeah. You know, um I'll Everyone is, look, I, yeah, I, let's clear some of that shit out. I mean, it has to be I've activated one, in this life. i one or two sessions with you. One, two. Two, two, two I believe. Yeah. 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 Man, they helped me, man. Mm. I know there's mm. no shadow of a doubt in my mind that they assisted yeah. me in, in my path. And, and it's it's very interesting stuff to do. I've got no, yeah. I truly believe that, you know. Mm. And I think what you heard from me and Martin tonight, everyone, was, was frustration. It was, <laughs> to a degree, yeah. To a degree. There is no... We understand that love is the answer, and we have love for all Indigenous... Oh, and, and, and you know what? Oh, just fucking people, man. Yeah, exactly. I was Why do we to have to that. fucking label yeah. anything? It is so That's ridiculous. Right. We're all right? Indigenous to some country or another. Divide and conquer is the oldest fucking rule, move in the book, Absolutely. people. For Absolutely. God's sake. Yeah. Seriously. Right? I also think, just to end, we did very well about not talking about the three-day forced lockdown for one single case. <laughs> no, it's one case. Yeah, uno, uno. Uno case. Uno case, one. Yeah. And out of 2.7 million people. And where did they prison. get it from? The hotel quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, go the quarantine. Go the quarantine. Fuck. Let's leave that alone. Let's but, mate, have alone. you got any other questions for me or anything else you wanted to say, man? I, I think this has been good. I think this has been good. Do you feel a bit more settled? About the whole thing after discussing it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I probably got it out in a bit more detail, and mm. um, you know, I think yeah. that it was it was it was a it was a cathartic conversation for sure. Thank you. Um, I would really like to know that you um, you can unflip that switch because I know that you care. If you didn't care, you wouldn't have flipped the "don't give a fuck" switch. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I know you care. And I just don't really want to, I don't want to see that part of you shut down because, brother, that part of you is so valuable. No, I do care. It's valuable, yeah. brother. Yeah. It really is. I mean yeah. it from my heart to you. Yeah, I understand. It's valuable. I understand. And look, I have, it It, it rocked me, man. Mm. It, it, mm. I, had a, I, I saw had a, the pain in your eyes. It rocked me. I, I, it hurt me. And, and, I, and I was very devoid of understanding and... Do I have a better understanding to be able to put it into a box? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, do I feel a need ever to go back to the Gimpy Pyramid? No, I don't. Mm. Will I continue the work that I started there? Yes. Yes, I will. Mm. Elsewhere, um, though. Elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the uh, the energy that came through, the download of information that came through to me was that if if the indigenous people don't want to heal the site using and heal themselves using spiritual, heal, heal using themselves spirit. and bring themselves together and actually stop the, well that might be part infighting. of it too you but, know? but specifically it was if the sorry business is not done yeah to put to put the past 
to heal the past, uh-huh. to heal the human sacrifice. Uh-huh. I'll put it all out on the table. Uh-huh. To heal the intertribe fighting. Mm-hmm. To heal the trauma that happened when Aboriginals were massacred by white people with mm-hmm. with with firearms against mm-hmm. spears. Mm-hmm. To heal the people who were buried in the tunnels. If if that work was not done, that that pyramid is going back to the earth. And it is it's happening right now. Yeah, that that was what came through and when when was that? When when was that? Was that when we Was that last year or was it the year before? I know it was the twentieth of September when we went up last time because that was the day after my birthday. Mm-hmm. When was the time before that? Was it it was, was the it in, year, it was the year before because COVID hit. We so were supposed it, it to was, go up. It was pre-COVID, it was wasn't it? Pre-COVID, it was I like December. That was long ago. It was December, November, December the year before. It was wow. 2018. So it's not 2019. Yeah, so it's about 15 months ago. Yeah, yeah. The, the first and time then, you went up there. Yeah. And in 15 months, that that place has been taken over. Well, like, and, in, and in 15 months, I'm I'm sorry, caretakers of the of the Gimpy Pyramid, but f- fuck all has happened to save it in that time. Nothing. And even when they were trying to save it. It had already been decided that the road was going around it anyway. Doesn't matter. The road, the road had been rerouted around it, and they didn't. Uh, yes, they didn't want. They didn't want to accept the help that was open to us. Yeah, anyway. to them. So bless them because I like all those people. Oh, look, love to love yeah. to all of them, and yeah. you know, there's no offence meant by anything we said tonight. No. This is just two people's perspective and, and, a, and a level of frustration because we couldn't help. Yeah, and we truly wanted to. There was nothing. Yeah. There was no. Yeah. yeah, I'm just an explorer, man. I'm just an explorer. <laughs> yeah, I just want to fuck. I just want to find knowledge, man. Well, mate, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do some little um little bit of stuff on the table and see what comes through. I'd be happy to do that. Let's tear that up. Yeah, yeah. Well, brother, always a pleasure. You too, mate. Uh, thank you very much again, and um, to everyone out there, yeah. Look, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask us questions if you want to. Mm. There's no, we want that. We want that interaction. And even if, in, even if in, you know, you, you want to yell at us for some of the things we said today, good. Have do a it. yell. Have a go. Let's yeah. do Wake it. Wake us up. Yeah, let's do it. Wake us up if we need it. Absolutely. We're just trying to find a way in the dark Just trying to find a way, man. Yeah, that's it. We're just trying to unlock the code. That's all we're, we're trying to unlock the code. That's all we're trying we're to do. And we say, man, we're like, at the moment, we don't even know which key to use on this one. Absolutely. We can only conject. Mm-hmm. And it's just our opinion. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, thanks very much. I, I decided the songs we, we're going to use Come Together by the Beatles on the end of this one because <laughs> nice. I think that's appropriate. And that's what we want. Yeah, and that's all we want, man. That's what we yeah. actually do want at the end of the day. Yeah. Thanks very much, guys. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be kind. Be cool. And we'll talk soon. Cheers. Cheers.